1: What's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? It's a gloomy day here in Miami. It is Tuesday 4.53 p.m. to be exact. So what's going on this week? What happened this weekend? Um, Let me update you. So actually I don't have that many updates. This weekend was super chill. I honestly just like worked a lot, chilled a lot, worked out. It was a great weekend of just like charging up my batteries which is something that I do often, and I used to feel bad that I, like, had to do that, you know what I'm saying, like, I would tell my therapist, like, why do I need so much alone time, like, why do I, why do I feel like I can't do that many social activities without feeling completely burnt out, you know what I'm saying, because, like, often I want to do a lot of different things, but I just simply, emotionally, spiritually cannot handle it, and, now I don't really, I don't know. I've, I've, I've kind of switched the narrative to understand that that's just kind of how I am. And though I love humans and I love being social and I love going out and I love drinking, you know, the list goes on. I love all those things, but I don't have this like, you know, enormous social battery. Like I truly do have like a limited social battery and yeah, it just is what it is. And I feel like when I am with people, like I, I I try to give them everything I have, you know, and like truly try to be present and, and just be there. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm this way. But I do require a lot of alone time. I require a lot of isolation, you know, and so... I have a few busy weekends coming up and I just knew that I needed alone time. So this all to say that I no longer like feel bad about it anymore. Like I'm just like, oh, like, you know, I'm taking care of myself. Like it honestly is self-care. Like to me, self-care is being alone, (laughs) being alone and doing the things that energize me because that way I show up better for everybody else and for myself and on the podcast and on Instagram and in my work, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't really feel bad about it anymore. And now I think I think it's like a boundary, honestly. And sometimes I have to say no to things because I simply can't handle it. And it's, I think some people don't get it because I think not everybody is this way and that's totally fine, right? But sometimes I feel like I'm hurting people's feelings when in reality, it's just like, no, like, it has nothing to do with you. It's literally like, if I go, I will not be fucking present. Like, I will not be, I will not be giving you my best self, you know? So I didn't mean to get into this, like, huge ramble right off the bat, but like, whatever, rolling with it. Um. So yeah, that's what I did this weekend. It was really nice. And I have some things going on at home, so... I think I'm going to be going home next week. I'll keep you guys posted just for a few days. Got to go check in on some things. And so I will be, I'll let you guys know, but yeah, that's what's happening next week. But this week, Emily is coming to... Vi- we have two Emilys that we're talking about right now, okay? So Emily, that you guys know and love, my IG BFF. We're about to be in real life BFFs. Um, she's coming to visit me tomorrow. I'm so excited. We've been looking forward to this for so long. and Well, as in like a month when she booked her ticket, but we've been talking about it for a while and yeah I'm just like I'm so fucking pumped I've been like cleaning the house getting everything ready getting the guest room all ready getting her some cute little you know welcome gifts etc and so yes I'm so excited and we're just gonna have I already like I just know we're gonna have so much fun and we have so many things we want to do I want to take her to eat at a ton of different places and we're going to drink a lot. So that's also why I was like, okay, I like my liver needs to stay home this weekend because I'm going to be drinking a lot and I'm fucking excited about it. So that's what's happening this week. Now, what else? What other updates do I have for you? I don't think, oh, my apartment is getting, it's, it's coming along. Okay. I'm, I'm working on my reels to show you the like before and afters but my bar stools came in my new rug came in what else did i do oh i painted the wall like i told you guys well i didn't paint it but like i had help getting it painted it looks so nice and fresh it's crazy what like a few little tweaks can really do you know especially for like my mind who was i watching i was watching a youtube who was i watching i was watching this vlog and um fuck i'm trying to remember what they were saying but basically they were just talking about like you know, they work from home, they create from home as in like create content from home. They do everything from home. And so it's like, if they're going to invest in something, it's their home. And I was like, Oh my God, I feel so identified because I'm doing that right now. Cause it's like, I don't know, man, I I need to feel inspired here. I need to feel inspired. I need to feel like comfortable. I need to feel happy. I need my home to be just like my little sanctuary, you know, and it just wasn't doing it for me. So I'm very happy that I decided to make some changes and, I will show you guys on ig how it's looking but i'm honestly just like trying to simplify every aspect of my apartment And so, also so that I can't, like, get sick of it, you know? Like, if I keep things simple, I feel like I won't get sick of it. So, that's why, like, my bar stools are so fucking simple. My rug is so simple. Like, everything is, like, just a little simpler, and I'm really happy. So, okay, now we can get into this episode, which is with another Emily. You guys haven't met this beautiful Emily yet, though. Um, Emily and I met on Instagram, and she has her own podcast called Finding Your Wave, and well, she does like a million different things and she wears so many hats and she's a badass entrepreneur and she, we talk about it in the episode. So I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit. But um, yeah, I just knew that we were going to have such a beautiful conversation and that it was going to go all over the place, which it, which it did. And we talk about toxic relationships, leaving one, being single and why that is so important and why that doesn't like define you. Um, We talk about changing careers, like just literally like leaving things that no longer serve you and finding new things that will make your life brighter and better. And just like living with more intention and not being defined by your age, not being defined by your relationship status, like just all these things that I think were very... And still sometimes are very societally tied, right? And so I just fucking love this episode so much. There are so many gems in here. You guys are going to love this. Make sure to check out Emily. I will be linking her IG below, her podcast, everything. I absolutely loved this one. And I we could have we could have literally kept talking for hours and hours and hours. And as I always say, those are my favorite conversations that the ones that just like flow like that, you know. So I hope that I can get I hope that I can get to meet her, is that right? I hope that I can meet her. I hope No, that's right. I hope <laughs> Oh my god, guys. I hope that I can get to meet her in real life someday because I know that we would be just like such good friends. She has the most beautiful energy. She just like she just like radiates just like I don't know, bliss, I swear. And I love people like that. So, I can't wait to share this conversation with you and let's get into it
0: hi <laughs> thank you so much i'm so excited to be here
1: how are we doing today i'm caffeinating
0: i am doing pretty well uh the weather has been super weird lately in montreal but the sun is out right now and
1: same here i'm all here for it i love it okay well we're just gonna like jump right into it and yes. i don't know if you remember how e the like the channel e obviously but you know when they used to do the e true hollywood stories
0: do you remember that okay so
1: my literally my first question for you is because i'm just so curious like i love to hear people's stories like whatever you want to share so like what's your e true hollywood story like (laughs) how are we here today you know
0: oh yeah i mean great question there's so many layers to that but i i would definitely say that um First of all, I was a teacher for seven years. I don't know if you know that, but no. I was in a completely different world for a while. Love um that. Yeah, which it was amazing and it was a beautiful chapter. I loved so much about it. But after a while, there were many parts of it that just weren't serving me anymore. I mean, there were, you know, financial growth yeah. <laughs> models were not necessarily in place as an educator that I always knew. But even more than that, I would say it was the fact that, like, I felt like someone else was in control of my life and my schedule. And I felt also like my creativity kind of plateaued. Um, So basically, um, in my last year of teaching, that was actually the first year of my relationship with my partner. We'll call him my husband. We're like a pandemic wedding situation, but we just just say husband and wife already. Love it. So, um, my last year of teaching was coincidentally, like my, maybe not coincidentally, my first year of being with Mauricio and that kind of opened my eyes to so many things. He made me realize like that I was capable of so many things and something that I always learned from my mother actually is that you don't have to do one thing your whole life. You can wear many hats and you can change your career at any time to anything. So that was something that I did. And I, com- I left my teaching career and Mauricio and I started our company, Hinter. Um, mm-hmm. He had some dreams before we even met about it, but we kind of together, we kind of put a lot of the pieces together. And it's basically a hotel company, or that's how it started.
1: I know. I need to hear because I was yes. looking at it and I'm like, there's so many parts to it and I can't wait to, to unpack it and really hear like what it's about. So wait, my question, I'm sorry, I'm so nosy. So when <laughs> timeline wise, like when yes. did you, when was your last year of teaching? Um,
0: 2019.
1: Like okay. two years
0: ago, I was finished. I just finished my last year of
1: teaching. Okay. So it's like super like recent.
0: Yeah. But keep in mind that second, like, Basically, the first half of 2019, when I was finishing that school year, I was also working on Hinter. So that was okay. like six months Okay, you already knew. Of, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So you already knew like, okay, I'm sort of checked out and this is not what I want to be doing. Okay, so then you guys start Hinter yeah. and explain to us what, what it is.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Hinter essentially started as a hotel company. We create spaces in the middle of like, not nowhere, but in the middle of the woods, um, not far from touristic hubs like ski resorts and things like that and we rent them out like a hotel um, and we create experiences for people that are beautiful in beautifully designed spaces um, and we try to support like local companies sustainable companies as well Mm -hmm. from like our body care and home care in the house to like Mm -hmm. even even like what carpenter we use when we build our spaces and we plant 10 trees for every booking that we have, so we really... I like love to. that. Yeah, yeah. We figured, you know, like, we have to take down some houses to build. Uh, sorry, not houses, some trees. <laughs> no houses. Right. We have I'm to like, take yeah, 10- I know <laughs> what you meant. <laughs> we have to take down <laughs> trees to build, so we might as well do better than just replacing the ones we take, but give back more. We want to be carbon negative, not just carbon neutral. Right. So... Um, That's how Hinter started. And then kind of a little pause along the way during the pandemic, um, we had to like pause a little bit. We couldn't rent out as much. Mm -hmm. So I then ended up creating a company that like took my education background um, on the side, totally different. Bloom Class, it's for kids. It's totally different. Um, And then kind of we kept rolling with both of those companies like i was working on bloom class and we were working on hinter and most recently we've changed the company to not only be a hotel company but we're we're kind of we're just like a brand now and we even have like an online studio wellness like holistic wellness studio we also run retreats around the world so we're really evolving it's really fun
1: so cool. I was looking at the retreats and I'm like, oh my, like sign me up for all oh, these places. Please come. Like, it would be so fun. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I love it because your approach is very different. Like the message behind it. I feel like there's more intention there. Oh, I'm and, so glad that resonates. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think that is kind of the direction we're moving in in a lot of areas thankfully yes. and so i mean i love that i think that's amazing uh, wait have you been to all the retreats already or like have... no the retreats are brand new brand like new. new okay yeah
0: it's my it's my division like i'm the founder of the retreat section specifically which is like super exciting and fun yeah. um and our first one is in february 2022
1: where is where is it going to be sri lanka oh my gosh yeah yeah i'm so excited So cool. And so what like what what is going to be happening at that one, for example?
0: Yeah. So, for example, we want to always take one of our teachers from our virtual studio and have people meet that teacher in real life and actually practice with that teacher in real life. So in this case, it's a yoga teacher, our yoga teacher named Hoa, and we are meeting in this incredible hotel called The Palm in Sri Lanka, which is like in the Southeastern coast. Um, and it's gorgeous. It's like black steel, a frame cabanas in the middle of the jungle. And the owner is half Sri Lankan herself. So it's, it's kind of cool. She's like merging her, um, like Scandinavian background and Sri Lankan background together. And So cool. We would basically practice yoga like five times, um, paddle boarding through the sunset, a culinary experience, a macrame class, like I Stop. mean Stop.
1: <laughs> Where do I sign up? Oh my gosh. That's and amazing.
0: Thank you. And you know what, like something that you said earlier that really touched me was that you feel there's like a different messaging and mm-hmm. that's something we're really trying like not only do we want it to be a wellness retreat for the people who take who come and take place but we're also actually looking for a charity a local charity in Sri Lanka to work with and give part of the proceeds to so that we impact the 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 economy but also the yeah. the human side of things there as well
1: that's amazing because i just th- first of all congratulations on the Thank first you. retreat and i hope it i mean i'm sure it's going to be amazing but also i just so firmly believe that when things are done with love and I don't care how cheesy that sounds but truly from a place of like compassion and wanting to spread kindness in whichever way like I just never think it's gonna fail you know what I'm saying like I just don't think that when things are done with so much passion like it's impossible for it to not go well I hope you're right
0: and I I do agree in general I think that like when there's passion and there's there's intention and Mm -hmm. there's like kind of a a greater, there's a why. When there's yes. a why.
1: Because I think money, though, obviously, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have money. You know what I'm saying? And wanting to have success in that way. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think that, I don't know. I don't want a life that is driven by wanting to have money. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, obviously, Absolutely. yeah, I want to be successful, but my why goes far greater than. I just want to make like i don't know and i think everyone is different in that way but um i love that you guys are coming at it from such a different approach like that's so 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 cool
0: thank you and i couldn't agree more i mean that's why we started planting trees with hinterhouse for example where we started like we We were going like eight months before we did that with any of our spaces and then all of a sudden it hit us we're like okay yeah we're making people happy that's amazing we're making money that's also great but what are we doing for the planet you know or and it doesn't like i always say you don't have to do everything like whether as an individual as a company you have to give back in some, way. in some way it can be yeah. to humanity it can be to the planet like in terms of the environment there's so many different ways of giving back and you have to find your way and you're not going to be perfect at it but you're going to do something and that counts
1: yeah i couldn't agree more i think every little for me it's all about the little things even in general you know exactly. and i want to go back really quick to you completely switching industries because i think that is something that i love when people do that because it's just a declaration or more like a confirmation that if you're unhappy, change it up, you know? Yes. And I I know that it's not that easy for everybody. I know that everybody is on some different page. But what would you say to somebody who might be in a position where they're just not fulfilled, they're not feeling happy, you know? They know they want to change, but they're just scared because obviously fear is huge and change is uncomfortable. So what would you say helped you make such a big change and leave something that was so comfortable and that, you know, you had all of your experience tied to, basically?
0: That's an amazing question. And I, it's funny you ask because I was just with a friend yesterday for like um, a glass of wine and we were just talking about this. And something pretty huge happened to me um, the year before I met my, my husband. Um, basically, I, I was engaged to someone else. And I called it off um, pretty soon into the engagement, but not that soon into the relationship. So um, the reason I bring this up is because I do feel that that experience had a, a very big impact on me because it was kind of like this straw that broke the camel's back. And it was kind of also kind of like the starting point of so much for me. I left like a toxic relationship and not only toxic, but we just were not right for each other. I'm sure I was not right for him either. You know, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I left that and I was terrified to do it because before I left it, I thought that like, oh, well, I've been with this person since I'm, you know, at that point I was 28, I think. And at that I thought that that was old, which is funny to me now as a 32 year old. I'm like, I'm I'm still old. And I'm like, Yeah. Exactly. It's not old. and no. And I thought it was. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't start over. And that's why it took me so long to end it. Um, and once I did, I realized how free I felt and liberated. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. like, holy... Sh- can I swear on here? Yeah. Of course. Okay. <laughs> holy shit. Like this, this is the start of my life, not the end. Like there's so much more. So the reason I'm telling you this is because then 10 months later met the love of my life and I was in the same career that I was in for the past, uh, like at that point, six years. Mm -hmm. And I started to realize like, wait a minute, you don't just like the things that you're used to and that might be comfortable are not necessarily the things that are best for you. And even if they were at one point, they might not always be, and that's completely fine. So it started to trickle into my mind of like, what else can I change in my life? Are there other things? And that's when I did realize like, wait, like, do I want this career anymore? Because it was fun for a while and it was fulfilling for a while, but is it giving you your best life, if you will? So all that to say, I, I went for it. And that's when I said, like, I'm not going to let comfort guide my life. I want to have... Like, I could have an okay life if I stay with certain things. Or I could have a content life if I stay with certain things. But I want more than content. Like, I want gorgeous. (laughs) I want exquisite you know (laughs) like I want things that are magical and so I started to realize like we maybe we have more control than we think over our lives and maybe just taking that jump can make all the difference and it's scary like I know that I'm sure there's people listening who are thinking like okay cool like she already did it so she knows it works out what if for me it doesn't work out but that's also okay failure is okay
1: right I think so many things you said that I'm like yes I feel the exact same way and and I always say that I want a magical life like I that's I I love that word so much I want to get it tattooed on me I swear like I just I don't want ordinary I don't want I just that's just and and if you do that's okay you know that's also what I want to like reiterate and I think like I think a big thing is also how things have changed now and I think now we're hearing so much more of the narrative of it's okay to change your mind. It's okay if one day you felt like doing that and tomorrow you feel like doing something else. Like I just wish we talked more about that of how like you don't have to do the traditional route if you don't want to. If you do that's fine. Like I grew up with very traditional um a very traditional father and you know for him it was you go to high school then you go to college a four-year degree get your bachelor's and then you work and then you probably meet a nice man and then you get married and then he probably takes care of you and then you have kids and then uh, you know what I'm (laughs) saying like that's what he did with my mom in a way and that's what he because that's how he was raised and he was an incredible father and I for a while thought that's what I was gonna do right but even when I was in high school and I was a senior, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to study. Like, I have no fucking clue. Like, I don't... Be- and I've said this a few times before on the podcast, but what I wanted to do didn't have a job yet. Like, didn't exist yet. You know, it did not exist. Right. I knew I wanted something of, like... I wanted to write and I wanted... I loved fashion. I lo- At that point, I thought I liked fashion. Now, like, yeah, I like clothes, but, like, that's not really my thing, really. Whatever. The point is that um, I think before we a lot of us were told that we had to follow this certain timeline, right? to to get it right. air quotes. um yeah. and it's just not the tr- the truth anymore. and i think people feel pressured to stick to things. It's like once you start something you got to finish it. yeah, okay, cool. i agree with that. finish your things, but also changing your mind is so fucking okay. and totally okay. and yeah, and i think like the other thing i want to say with that is like Maybe you change your mind and you try something new and it doesn't work. Guess what? That's a, that's a possibility. That's a huge fucking possibility. And guess what? Okay. Now you know that didn't work. What else can you try? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. I would rather try a bunch of shit until I find what I love than stick to something that I'm like, eh, okay. And I have a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but I know a lot of people that are in those eh situations because they're just comfortable and that's okay. Yeah. You yeah, can be comfortable. if that's okay
0: with for them, right. that's okay too. I think it's yeah. like if you have that feeling within yourself that exactly. you're exactly. Like, I don't want okay, or I don't want content in my I was, love life, in my work yeah. life. Like then you also like then listen to that and right. don't accept that. You know yeah. the quote: "You accept the love, we accept the yeah. love that we. Bleh, why can't I that say we, it? Think we, we
1: deserve? Yeah. yeah, thank you.
0: We yeah. accept the love that we think we deserve, and. It's totally true. If you believe that you are gonna get the best in life, then you'll only accept the best.
1: So crazy. And I couldn't agree more. And I think that I don't know, I can just relate too because I was in I always knew I wasn't gonna have a normal job. Like I just knew it and right out of after college I was like, I refuse to sit in an office nine to five. Like that just sounds fucking miserable to me. So and (laughs) I've always been very Like, I've always wanted to work and had a lot of drive, but I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to, like, sit in an office and just, like, sit in a cubicle and work all day. Like, that sounds fucking miserable. So I somehow finessed my first job to be, like, remote. You know, so I was working in Costa Rica. I was working for a coffee company, but I was doing their social media remote. And so I would go in from time to time to the office when we needed to like do meetings and stuff. But I was like, this is perfect. Now I'm going to find another client and I'm going to like build up my repertoire and this is what I'm going to do. And I did that for a few years and I then moved to Miami and then I was honestly like just hustled my way into doing kind of what I'm doing right now, but for other people. And then, but but ultimately, I knew every single day, I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like, I know that I want to be sharing my life online for whatever fucking reason I feel the need to share my life online. Um, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And every day when I would like watch YouTubers or watch, you know, get on Instagram, whatever, I would feel a, like a something in me because I was like, I know that that's what I want to do and I'm not doing it because I'm too scared to do it. And so it took I right before the pandemic so like last year in February I quit my job and I was like I'm just gonna fucking see what happens like I had enough saved I felt like I'm only gonna get older life is so short like what am I waiting for ultimately and I've never been happier has it been a fucking a mess yeah for sure I don't know what I'm doing but like here we are
0: you know Anyways. No, I'm so proud of you that you Thank like you. took that leap, and and despite limiting beliefs, because we all have right. them. Oh my gosh, I still have them
1: all the time. Of course, we all How do, do we. you how do you fight your limiting beliefs?
0: I think like words of affirmation are so key, mm-hmm. in, like yeah. telling yourself, waking up in the morning and like telling yourself it's all good and it's going to be okay and like you're killing it even if you feel like shit
1: and even if especially you especially when you feel like shit
0: especially when you feel like shit exactly and like yeah. coaching yourself it's almost like being your own life coach getting one also is great um, mm-hmm. or therapy also mm-hmm. amazing but sometimes you can even just do it to yourself which is really empowering um And I think also like surrounding yourself with people who believe in you and you believe in them and you kind of are each other's cheerleaders, I think that's amazing and huge. And whether that's like lifelong friends or family or Instagram friends, whatever it is for you or coworkers, like you need to have at least two, three people that you feel like cheer you on. Mm -hmm.
1: And um, I think that's so key. It's so important. I couldn't agree more. I think like believing in yourself is step one because I don't think you can convince, I don't think other people can convince you to believe in yourself, you know? Like it's it's that saying where it's like, you know, 10 people can tell you that you're beautiful, but if you don't believe it, the words don't matter at all. And it's the same with anything. Like I could sit here and be like, Emily, you're fucking amazing. You're killing it. But if you don't, even believe an inch of what I'm saying, what is that? What are those words going to do? You know, and that's it. And
0: you know what? Kind of in the same topic, but like on a slightly different angle, this, I was just having this conversation recently as well about how like you have to believe in yourself and or believe in the product you're selling or the service you're selling or whatever it is that you do or else no one's going to believe in it. It's like the, the perfect analogy is the outfit, Okay, like you go out in an outfit and you don't really feel like it's like that great on you or you just kind of like, why did I wear this outfit? And the whole day, you don't feel that great. You feel kind of off. You don't feel so cute. Probably no one's going to compliment your outfit because you're carrying yourself like you're not feeling it. But if you wear an outfit that you feel great in most likely everyone's going to compliment you everyone's going to notice it everyone's going to see how confident you are and they're going to want to know where you got that outfit because of the person energy is so
1: real yeah yes
0: and that analogy is key for everything it's like if you are selling a product or um or even yourself as an influencer or whatever it is your podcast if you clearly show the world that you don't even believe in what you're selling
1: why would I believe in it if you don't even believe in it exactly people pick up on that even I'm so big on words because for so many years of my life I was so mean to myself you know Mm -hmm. like I'm really not a mean person I like to think hopefully my friends would agree but I really I don't I don't like to fight I'm not a, a confrontational person I don't like to make people feel bad you know um
0: to and, yourself
1: but I was so fucking mean to myself for years like you have no idea and when you said like that you were 28 and you felt like you were just starting is it something about 28 because that's how I feel like I feel like I'm finally starting my right? life so yeah it's crazy, 28 but is kind of a magical age it is I I believe it honestly but you know for me words are really important I'm very careful with what I say to people it's also I'm my love language is words of affirmation um but yeah so for me words the words not only that you're saying to people but also the words that you're saying to yourself are huge and the way that you describe things the way that you talk about an experience like I was reading this uh TikToker I'm obsessed with her her name is Tinks so I don't know if you follow her
0: but no.
1: she she does these these Q&As and she posted one on, I think, Monday, and it was like, how do you feel about one-night stands? Somebody asked her. She talks a lot about sex and dating and stuff. Yeah. And she was like, and I feel the same fucking way, but she was saying, like, I think, you know, I think the term one-night stand is so, like, it's it has such a just gross, like, heavy connotation to it where it's like, listen how – she said it better than I'm trying to explain it, but she basically said – how crazy is it that I could, you know, call you and be like, oh, my God, I had a one night stand and like we're both like, oh, like we're feeling like weird. And I'm like, oh, like feeling guilty and shameful and just like whatever. What about if I called you and I was like, oh, my God, I had the best time of my life last night. I hooked up with this guy. He was so hot. We had so much fun. Like, oh, my yeah Two and completely like completely different energies and the same fucking thing yeah. happened and it's all about like how you're framing things too you know and, and like, framing it to yourself framing exactly, it to others everything exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i totally agree like
0: if you say like yeah i had this magical night probably will never see this person again but like that's kind of cool
1: and such a like, different conversation it's a different yeah yeah it's so crazy anyway Okay, so you have a podcast and I want to talk about it. And I want to talk about, first of all, tell me the name and like what it's about for anybody who doesn't know. Yes. So it's
0: called Finding Your Wave.
1: Uh, A little play on words there. I love Um, it.
0: Thank you. And I just started it in April 2021, super recently. And it's basically about like navigating the ins and outs of life, the ups and downs, ebbs and flows when it comes to entrepreneurship, relationships personal growth, sustainability, kind of all the things I'm passionate about, but I've kind of found so many people who are also in many of these spaces and who have stories to share, um, success, failure, overcoming adversity, all of it in between.
1: It's it's really fun. I love it. I love it. And to continue the playoff words, what again whatever you feel comfortable sharing what would you say is one of the biggest waves that you've had to overcome thus far
0: yeah um oof, just lots a big of waves. one lots i know,
1: waves I, know I feel you i've been surfing <laughs> for a while
0: like i yeah i all my friends and family always say about me like the ones who really know me kind of like ooh like it's hard to keep up with what's going on like <laughs> now I've been much more like, okay, career-wise, like there's been waves in the past two years in in a good way, I would say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like my 20s were full of waves. Um, the one of the biggest was definitely like, it's funny, breaking off my engagement in a way wasn't Wasn't that big just because it wasn't, like, a hard thing to do, weirdly. Um, Once I did it, I never looked back. I never once was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Did I make a mistake? Never. I think it was just, like, something that was so long overdue that once it happened,
1: I was so, like... Relieved.
0: Relieved and free. And I felt like I had a second chance at life.
1: How how long was that relationship? Almost three years. Okay. And it was just toxic from the start or did it become toxic or
0: um it wasn't toxic from the start the first like i would say six months there was a lot of acting um okay things that were said to me just because that was what i wanted to hear um Mm -hmm. and then after that the truth started to come out and um i was i was um being told to literally quote unquote use this word assimilate (laughs) Worst word in the English yes. <laughs> language to ever use. Yeah, it was like very interesting. Um, so it was, it was, it started being very toxic for quite some time, um, quite early on. But I ignored it because I thought that I was too deep in and I was too old,
1: which is ridiculous. But is that real? Is that really what you would say to yourself? Like I, I'm 26, 27. Like I have to stay in this now. Is like, is that literally what you literally, would
0: think? literally? I was oh, like. Dude. I know. It's like I want to punch my old self. Well, in I don't know. I don't know or... at
1: all. Like I don't blame you because even me like even 3 years ago I was like, "Oh my god, I'm 26, I'm 27." Like, yeah. blah, 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 you know, and I start freaking out and it's like, "Oh my gosh." Like and again, I think this is these are societal pressures that have yes. been around for so long and there's a lot of people that still kind of buy into them and if you do, that's cool. Live your best life. I now firmly believe that to me like I don't know I I hate saying like age is just a number but it's so fucking true like I don't know I see my mom who's 65 and she has the brightest soul ever she looks like she's 50 she feels like she's fucking 40 (laughs) like it doesn't matter to me you know what I'm saying and it's like I've met people I have close relationships with people that are 10 years younger than me 10 years older than me to me it does not I care about who you are not how old you are I don't care I if you are more. starting your life when you're 40 like that was your road like I don't I don't know yeah. like I just don't it's it's I used to care about it because again that's how I grew up right but now I'm like I don't give a fuck and this was the no. first year turning 28 and I said this in a Q&A recently on stories um what was the question it was like oh it was somebody asked me what was my favorite birthday and I said, I think I would have to say turning 28 um, because – not because of the celebrations or whatever. I had a great time. I got belligerent. But <laughs> I I said it was my favorite birthday because it was the first birthday that I didn't fear. And it was the first birthday that I was like, I'm wow. so blessed to have another day alive. And I stopped being like, oh, my God, I'm getting older. Like, I'm fucking welcoming the years because that's that yeah. means I am – privileged enough to be alive. And I don't care if that sounds like Pinteresty to somebody. Like, honestly, I love having this mentality because I'm not fearful of growing up or having another year or turning 30 and being single or turning whatever. I don't care. Like, it's, no, and it's, everybody's it's beautiful. Is so different. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Honestly, like <laughs> I never even heard that. I love it, Pinteresty. <laughs> I'm probably a walking Pinterest board. No, then. my every <laughs> other thing I say on this podcast, I'm like, I know I sound like a Pinterest board, but like, sue me.
0: <laughs> I love that. Well, <laughs> I completely agree. I think that like, it's it's just a number, and actually, yeah. with age, I have realized that like I like myself better every year. Same. Um, I find I'm learning more. I'm becoming, Same. like, a better version of myself. Yeah. I realize what I deserve. I, I, And I'm also, like, I keep unlearning things, too, mm. which is
1: really yes. interesting. That's important, so, too, though.
0: Yeah, it's so important. And, and kind of just to, like, go full circle, I would say that that wave was one of the best things that ever happened to me, too. And, like, I think that I had to go through that for whatever reason. I had mm-hmm. to go through... A shitty relationship like a super shitty relationship to realize what I deserve and mm-hmm. also appreciate maybe like the good guys that then would come my way um specifically my husband who is so amazing and like such a good fit for me we were recently with friends who knew me with both like with my ex and now like because mm-hmm. we were kind of we would double date in both scenarios mm. and he even I said "I bet to it's me, so interesting for them to see you yes. in both settings now and he he said like my my friend like i'm friends with both of them they're a uh, married couple and and the guy he was saying like you are so different and he's like you're good you're you he's like yeah. you're fully you now before you yeah. felt kind of like you were hiding parts of you
1: So crazy. So crazy. Also, one more thing I want to say about age is that I think it will... If you're listening and you feel pressured sometimes because of your age, and I'm not going to lie and say I don't feel that sometimes. Of course I fucking do. But of like course. for the most part, I have really let go of that. But if you are somebody who feels that, I'm just here to tell you that you you get to decide if age bothers you or not. You get to decide if you feel pressured by your age. Like you could literally just say to yourself like, okay, I'm 33 and I'm single. So what? Like, yeah. Why is why is like finding a partner the end all be all? Some people don't want that. Like I'm not saying I want that for sure. Like I would love to be yeah. a mom and like whatever. But why is that like I don't know? I get so annoyed sometimes I when think... it's like why is that the mark of success? Like why is that now like you know what I'm saying? Again, I know it's like societally tied, but it frustrates me, and I just want people to be like to get, cut themselves some slack. Like we've all had different roads, and like it's okay, you know. Absolutely. The other thing I want to ask you is what would you what advice do you have to someone who is not in the best relationship and you know either having the courage to acknowledge that they're not in the best relationship and also the courage to accept that they need to make a change because I think that can be one of the hardest things
0: I think that when you are with the right person you feel fully yourself you feel fully supported and you're not you're not afraid to speak up and you're not afraid to, to ask for what you need. And if yeah. you can't do those things or you don't feel excited about the person because that's really important. And I mean excited in all senses of the word. Like literally all of them because they're all important. As a friend, like romantically, sexually, all of it.
1: Yeah.
0: You need to feel excited about them and you need to feel supported and valued. And if you don't, any of those pieces are missing. In my humble opinion, it's not the right person. Mm-hmm. And taking those steps is really hard. But you have to realize, like, this is something that my brother actually taught me when I when I got out of that relationship. Um, he said, like, why? Like, he asked me, why didn't you get out of it? And I was like, well, I already invested so much time and energy. And he's like, so almost three years of that is worth having. A shitty rest life of your time. life, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I know, like it's obvious." But for some reason, it wasn't to me when I was in it. But all that to say is, it doesn't matter how much time you've invested. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you're not happy, there is always, mm-hmm. always another option. Always. Yeah. And being single is better than being is, is Sorry, yeah, being single is better than being with the wrong person.
1: Because hundred
0: percent, like. I think a lot of people including myself many years ago I was afraid to be alone. I was afraid to not have a partner. I didn't know like who was I? Not like just who was I as someone's girlfriend, you know? So I think that yeah, like get out while you can. <laughs> like I mean, you can always, but get out yeah, sooner I, than I later. You. It's always yeah. easier and especially like if you don't have kids yet with that person, for example, it's a little bit easier than when totally. you do. Yeah. But also still an option when you do. Always an option. Mm-hmm. And never never settle for less because we all, none of us are perfect. We all have work to do on ourselves. That's something important to realize too because then you don't want to go through life just being like, you know, nobody deserves me because I'm amazing. Like, we're, yeah, you're amazing, but you also probably have things to work on like we all do. Yeah. So work on you, figure out what you want,
1: and don't settle for less until you find it. I love that so much and I think that I have that mentality as well and a huge part of it is my mom and the things that she's told me so my mom had a very very humble upbringing and she grew up with her parents and her dad cheated on her mom so her mom immediately Apparently, my grandma and I would get along really great. But I never met her. But apparently, like, my mom is like, you were the the same. Like, we're, like, vulgar and just, like, (laughs) sassy and whatever. And so she said that, um, you know, they were, like, dirt poor, literally. And um, her mom left her husband. And he obviously – well, not obviously, but he did financially help out a little bit more. But even saying that, like, they were very poor. And my mom's mom, my grandma – started to clean houses because she she was like I'm not gonna stay in a shitty situation with a man who's cheating on me kicked him out of the house and wow. to provide for her daughter and two sons started to clean houses on the side of whatever else she did and they were still you know what I'm saying so my mom will tell me these things and she's like and you're gonna settle for this like mediocre and no uh-uh like no, no.
0: And never. that's why she
1: never she never did. She w- she was like I didn't think I was going to get married until I was like 30 and at that point, you know, that was old. Like before, yeah. <laughs> that was really old. And my mom got married very late, quote unquote, for her time. You know, she got married when she was 28. Yeah. Um, my age. Yeah. And she was like, "Well, that's because I was I was never going to stay with the first fool that came up around if he didn't treat me right." And so, you know, after hearing all of that and also I've been single for a very long time. Obviously, I've, like, dated and stuff. Flings, whatever. But I've been single for, like, a decade. Like, I don't... I've never been in love, first of all. Second of all, my last, like, boyfriend. Like, yeah, he was my boyfriend. But I was in high school. Like, I just, you know, I don't know. I don't think... No, no like, I feel you. He was my boyfriend. But I don't think that was, like, a deep, healthy adult relationship. That's what I'm trying to say. He's a great guy. But, like, I just don't think it was. And now I'm at the opposite um end of the spectrum where it's like i'm way too comfortable about myself like i love being single i love being alone so it's like, and I'm just now starting to date a little bit more. I was like very closed off for a number of reasons. And now I'm like finally starting to date, but I'm like, how the fuck do I like, let's, I don't like, how do you have a Let man someone in, in like, and like, no, literally it's like change your lifestyle. You, yeah, I it's can't, hard. I'm going to need a lesson because I'm on the opposite side where it's like, I don't, I'm fine. I'm chilling, but I am also like, you know, I'd kind of be down to like, see what it's like to like, be in a nice relationship I've never had that you know so a part of me is like I'm if 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 the if a great guy comes along I'm down exactly but until That's that happens I'm chilling you know
0: Yeah, and you should, and that's it. And, like, look, it's also when you're a little bit older, and when I say older, I mean, like, not, like, 22, 23, and you meet, like, you know, like, my parents have been together since they were 17 and 19, or, like, you know, I have some friends that have been together since around then or, like, early 20s, and they're still together. But when you aren't and you meet someone, I'd say, like, let's say post-25, okay? I would say, like, in a way, it's interesting because you have not grown up together, right? Mm-hmm. And like, what happens with some couples? They meet early, they grow together, or they grow apart. Mm-hmm. But which is make it or make it or break it. But mm-hmm. with couples, when you meet a little bit later, I find what happens is you meet once you're already really comfortable with who you are, and that's what happened with Mauricio and I. Like we we met. That's so cool. I man. was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. He was. How did you guys yeah, meet? met
1: on an app <laughs> love it I love that gives me hope okay whenever somebody and everybody always answers the same way they're like scared to say like you know we met on Bumble or whatever and I'm like yeah, fuck yeah I love yeah. hearing a success story I love <laughs> it yes we met yeah. on an app we
0: it's, like it's a hilarious story we like literally met on an app we connected like for twenty four or forty eight hours, we were like texting all the time. We would like watch movies together, but like not together. And then I ended up being like really drunk at my friend's wedding, and I was like texting him, like apparently like drunk texting him, and he was like, like let's wait till like Tuesday when we can meet properly, you know, and like, and it was like sending him all kinds of crazy texts, and then he was like, basically shut me down and was like, no, I'm meeting you when you're sober. I love that. But then I got <laughs> I got home and I lost my keys and my phone had five percent battery and I was outside my apartment at three in the morning not able to get in and he was the last I was like who's the last person I've texted here oh like oh God. and I literally was like help here's my address I'm stranded my phone's about to die and my phone dies after I sent the message and he showed up <laughs> and the rest is
1: history I love it wait so was it one of those like moments where you met him and you were like okay. Like, he's going to be in my life for a while.
0: Picture this. I'm sitting in my gown from my friend's wedding. Um, Mm -hmm. The way it was, like, my... I could get into, like, the vestibule door, but I couldn't get into, like, my door. So I'm sitting on this little staircase, and the wall is all glass, so he could see in. I'm, like, head sunken, defeated, like... Like, life one, Emily zero. (laughs) And, And he gets out of his car, like... It's, like, basically, we're just, like, all of a sudden, like, I look up, we see each other through the glass, and we just both start dying of laughter. That was our first <laughs> encounter in person. And the second I, like, saw him open the door, he was, like, okay, hey, what are we going to do with you? Like, <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> And we literally were, like, yeah, okay. And I like you. Literally, within, yeah, within 24 hours later, when we actually went on our first real actual dinner date... Um, We were already, like, planning our lives together. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's so –
1: I love I'm, like, for anybody who can't see, I'm, like, smiling in (laughs) your ear hearing that. Because it's just – I love hearing stories like that, you know? And I don't know. I think that's amazing. And it's just crazy how you were in a shitty situation. You got out of it. It was probably really fucking hard. And then look now, you know? Like, it's just – I don't know, I think crazy. Y-
0: you have to have like, it, again, Pinterest, like cheesy, I don't know what it is, but you have to have hope. Like you have to not hope or like faith. I'm not a religious person by any means, but you need to believe that you're going to find the person that yeah. you're meant to be with. Yeah. And I had some rocky moments in that 10 months. I was kind of like, what if I don't ever find someone? Like, what if, Like, I'm just going to be alone. Like, and I kept thinking that and I was like, no, no, Emily, you're going to meet someone when the time is right and when it's the right person and whatever is meant to happen is going to happen. And it did. And it's okay. It was 10 months for some people. It could be three years. It doesn't matter. It could be one month. It's just like when it's supposed to happen, it will. And you like, just be patient. That's all I say.
1: I think that my life got a lot happier and less stressful when I fully, I've always thought this, but I fully accepted, and this is in business, in love, relationships, friendships, whatever yeah. it is. I fully, fully, fully have accepted that the things that are meant for me, are no one's going to take them. And I think, I don't know, feel free to, anybody listening, steal that because like it has taken so much pressure off of me. Like when something doesn't work out, yeah, I'll be bummed out depending on what it is. You know, I'm not a fucking robot, like for sure. But I'm like, okay, that was not for me. Like I I just have so much faith in that. And so if I meet a guy and I vibe and I like him, I'm like, cool, cool, whatever. Like, and if, if, you know, I like a guy, maybe he doesn't text me back. I'm like, oh, that was not for me. Thank you God for like watching out. Whatever, like it just, I... I don't know. You don't need I to
0: chase you don't need to chase no. a person, whether that's a romantic relationship or no. a friendship. Yeah. You don't need to chase someone to be in your life. If they don't no. want to be in your life, that's not someone who's supposed to be in your life. And that um, do you really wanna spend all your energy? I wish and I like time on someone I who wish doesn't I've, feel
1: the same. Totally. And I wish I thought this way when I was younger. It would have saved me a lot of like just oh my gosh yeah so much you know but I guess that's life you grow and you learn but um I think that's why maybe getting older you're so much happier because you just like give less fucks and you're just like you know what that just was not for me so that's fine all you take it like you know so yeah even with friendships you know like I used to like have such a hard time if I would have like a fade out with a
0: friend or like a breakup with a friend or something like that now I'm kind of like good riddance. If you're not like, if you don't, if you don't give me what I also give to you and I feel like I'm always yeah. chasing you and like, no, I don't need that in I like, I don't need that in my life and at all. Right. Like right. there's so many people that love each of us. Like, why are we chasing after people that don't reciprocate it?
1: It's not worth it. Totally. I think things have to have, I think relationships, friendships, everything. Ultimately it's, it takes two, Oh yeah, you know, and I think sometimes maybe one of us might carry a little bit heavier weight because maybe one of us is dealing with something else, yes. and that's what a friendship is. But ultimately, like, it's it's really simple, honestly. And even with like dating, like, you know, when somebody wants to be in your life, like, oh yeah, for the most part, unless they're like you know gaslighting you or like really fucking with you, which like, th- there are those kinds of people in the world, but. For the most part, like, you know if somebody wants to be in your life. You know if somebody wants to talk to you. You know if somebody is either talking to you because they're making time to talk to you or they're talking to you in their free time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we just don't want to accept that because we really want somebody in our lives. And that's okay. But I think that the right people, it's easy. And not yes. easy because I think relationships take work. But they take I work. I feel like they it, feels Na- it feels That's natural. Natural. That's it. That's yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. It it feels like home. Mhm.
1: Yeah. I love that. Oh my gosh, I love this conversation so much. I feel me like I could just talked to you like for forever. Me, talk about anything. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. Well, my last question before I let you yeah. go is. I always ask people this at the end and it's, what are you doing lately to unwind since we're on the unwinding podcast? (laughs) I love the name. It's so cute. Thank you. To unwind,
0: I have been, I mean, I try to do yoga and stuff like that um, as often as I can, but life, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I find what really helps me is Setting boundaries, like having certain times to say like, okay, I'm stopping work, even though I love my work and it can get really, it can get unhealthy sometimes. Cause like, you like, even if you love yeah. it, right. Yeah. All of a sudden I can find myself, it's 11 PM and I'm still working and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, like that's yeah. not healthy. Mm-hmm. So I try to set boundaries by saying like seven or 8 PM, latest, 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 like then like force myself to do something else before bed other than just going to bed. So that's huge for me, like, having almost, like, a little event, whether it's, like, seeing a friend or going on a date with my husband or Mm -hmm. watching a Netflix show or, Mm -hmm. like, taking a bath. It could be anything. Um, And I think what also really, really helps me unwind is I, like, listen. I have this, like, story app that I, like, it's, like, meditation and stories and things like that. And before I go to sleep, I, like, I'd say, like, 75% of the time I put on one of these stories. And it... Forces me to not think about I love that the millions of things that are in my head. So it just yeah. like I follow the story and I end up falling asleep and I find it so, so helpful.
1: I love that. Ugh. Sounds like a perfect night. I love it. Okay, well, Thank I you. love this conversation. I love this conversation. I can't wait for people to listen to it. I will tag Hinter Studio, your podcast, everything will be linked below so you guys can go check out emily listen to her podcast and thank you so much for coming on
0: thank you this has been such a pleasure so much fun i feel like we're like old friends i know i literally we're new friends
1: (laughs) yes definitely
0: step into the world of power loyalty